You're listening to a Time Machine podcast. Old movie Time Machine. An adventure through time and or space. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Old Movie Time Machine. On this show, we are using color films made in the old U.S. of A. between the years of 1945 and 1965 as windows into the past. And we climb through these windows, and we have ourselves a little look around at the world as it was during this pivotal era following the Second World War. And while we do that, we're going to be asking some questions, such as, who are these people that we're watching? What are their habits? How are they treating each other? What decisions are they making and why? Also, and possibly most importantly, what are they wearing and what do their living rooms look like? Then at the end of the show, we'll ask the vital question on behalf of all of humanity. Do we keep watching this? Do we need to keep hanging on to this? Or can we just let it go? I'm your host, by the way, Justin Zeppa. I'll be taking you through time and or space, joined as ever by my panel of international experts at being human beings in the 21st century. To start with, the incomparable Catherine Sherlock. Catherine, welcome back to the program. Hello. It's good to be here. Catherine, it's great to see you on this beautiful uh, Friday of Premiere Week. Mm-hmm. Welcome. You are sitting next to my good buddy, Shrishma Naik. Shrishma, welcome back to the program. Hi. I'm really excited to be here. On a Friday, right? On a Friday. Premier week. You love yes, it. Yes, I do. Sitting next to you, coming to us across the ocean, my sister and yours, Carolyn Nowrose. Carolyn, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Couldn't do it without you, sis. You're the best in the biz. You're the best sister in the business. End what of. kind of present are you angling for right now? <laughs> <laughs> I got a list. I'll email it to you. And last but certainly not least, my favorite and yours... Brindis Reynestotter. Welcome back to the program, B. Thank you. Now, you've been away for much of this week. You actually had to go down to City Hall with the paperwork for this new museum we've been talking about. You're the one who's been standing in line. You got your ticket on Monday. You missed North by Northwest. And then they were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, the line's pretty long. So if you can come back tomorrow, we'll save your spot in the queue. Terrible. And there was some issue then on Tuesday where it's like, oh, actually, we forgot about the ticket thing and you need a new ticket. And you're like, I've been waiting here for three hours. I'm like, we heard all about it, you guys. Anyway, we're glad you're back. Today, you guys, it's a very special episode. We're kind of going outside of our purview a little bit because, you know, I set this up as America number one, right? But this, we're watching an English film today. I believe you guys call it the cinema, right? Absolutely. Um, This is the first Bond movie. This is Dr. No. This is 1962. Catherine is vibrating. She's so excited. (laughs) Catherine, does this... I mean, just the words James Bond, does that like send a shiver up your spine? Do you feel something like, does God Save the Queen start playing in the back of your mind or something like automatically or what's happening? Uh, No, not God Save the Queen. Um, I just love the genre. That's all. It's it's been a part of my... Cold War thriller? Yeah. A little bit of espionage here and there? Absolutely. Some spycraft? Mm-hmm. Catherine, give me me your one-line review of Doctor No. It's the genesis. It's like... 
one of the, if not the best Bonds. Um, you know, it lines up all the others uh, with slick double entendres and modernist baddie pads, um, you, know, you know, cheeky winks and easy violence, you know. <laughs> Cheeky winks and easy violence. Cheeky winks and easy violence. Yeah. We have a t-shirt, people. Oh. <laughs> I want that t-shirt. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Yeah. Shrishma, what do you got? Mm, Sean Connery. Oh, <laughs> all right. Just making a right. nest in that chest here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, there's something out. to be what said about the hairy chest because <laughs> these days it's all waxed and clean and not a hair. Is like, it? Nothing that's, not, that's not my world. Yeah, not, not all of us. Not, not, not all of us. I mean, on TV, like you don't really yeah, see yeah, hairy chests true. on TV it's or true. movies anymore. Everything's really trimmed. I trimmed think the last and time. groomed and. I want to say like the 80s was probably the end of the hairy, like yeah. Tom Selleck in his mustache, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a. Well, yeah. that was a hairy man. I feel like Alec Baldwin has made a hairy chest appearance in the 2000s. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Glad we're, we have an inventory happening. Here. <laughs> the hairy chest you guys can collect this data right. for. I mean, they want to know. They want to know. Like the furballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate a nice hairy chest. <laughs> could be a drop. Uh, could be a drop. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Carolyn, one line review of Doctor No. Doctor No is a doctor. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Well put. Brindis. <laughs> I would like to say, to me, it's like Barbie and Ken. Oh, it's like standard man, standard woman, or like yeah. ideal man, ideal woman. In that era, I think. I don't know. To me, it was like what what I thought it was. It's boring but watchable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's boring the, but what? Well, there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's slow. It's not the explosions that we are used to today. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it's like what stood up was like, oh, that's Barbie and Ken. Okay. Okay. The Bond girl and Sean Connery. Okay. Ursula. Ursula Andress, yeah. And mine is walking, while useful for getting from one location to another, is not particularly cinematic. They get better at this. Mm. Guys. They get better at a lot of things. There's so much walking in this movie. Mm-hmm. Walking around again. Hey, parking the car and walking away from the car. I, just, I will watch Sean Connery <laughs> in this particular He can park <laughs> my car anytime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can he just take his shirt off while he's doing? Yeah, yeah. Just, wow. a, just a few more buttons. Left. All right. We open with the three blind mice, who are these three gentlemen who are apparently blind. We are led to believe that they are blind. Yes. They walk around with sunglasses on and canes. And they end up shooting a British agent and loading him into the back of an old-timey hearse, mm-hmm. which is they shoot the guy. The hearse pulls up. They chuck the body in there. I'm just thinking, like, that's great service. Mm. Like, why not w- leave the murder out of it? Just be a on-the-go hearse service. Like, yeah. they're responsive. Mm. That's a business. Yeah, sure. Could be. Dial a hearse. Good timing. Di- exactly. Because they're, they're right there. Mm. They're ready to, to take, do that take service all for of you. Your to take that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we then go to this house where we, we find uh, 
a lady who opens up a panel that is actually a agent lady. Oh yeah. She's a secret agent lady who knows where the hidden panel is and it is behind some fake books. And there we have a spy radio and everything at this point is moving along at a great clip. I was really impressed with Mm. like the speed of like, okay, these guys shooting this guy, hearse pulls up, Mm. body's gone. This lady comes, she's doing spy craft. She knows where the radio is. Uh, I mean, this is not even the five minute mark and you know, she's getting killed as well. So we've got two deaths. They're stealing folders. One of them says crab key mm-hmm. mystery. Mm-hmm. The other one says Dr. No. <laughs> Who is that? What is that? <laughs> we then go to Catherine brace yourself. Foggy London. <sighs> Cause before they were in Kingston, Jamaica, which yes. we didn't know they were just somewhere, some exotic location. Here's, didn't it say that they were in Kingston? Did it? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I knew they were in Kingston. <laughs> well, I mean, we do go there. We see all Eventually these same things. We go yeah, there, yeah. Okay. But you felt like the vibes. You were right. just like, yeah, classic Jamaica, right? Right. I love this because the, a pet peeve I have of modern movies is they're always telling you where you are. It's mm-hmm. like you were showing me Big Ben and you're like, London, yeah. England, planet Earth. I, f- I get it. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not dumb. I'll put it together. They don't do that here. But you know, some people are dumb. They really are. And that's why yeah. they do that. Mm. Because they got to get the dummies. The dummies yeah. have the money. Mm-hmm. Some, I know. <laughs> Is that you know it's is? true. <laughs> Unfortunately. And then we end up at Le Cirque, which is a, a casino. Because we're looking for 007, right? Mm-hmm. We've got all this; these reports coming in through the radio console of, you know, our agent has been killed. No, they don't know this. The, the radio's just gone dead. The radio's gone dead. Okay, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't yeah. know what has yeah, happened. So they signed in. They went. They went through mm. the opening procedure, and then nothing. Right. So it's a mystery. They don't know what's happening. Suspicious. Who do you put on the job? Your number number one guy, James Bond. And where's he at? He's at the stinky, smoky casino. Uh, look at that ashtray, my friends. It Skull. is hideous. It is filled with all kinds of delicious but disgusting. Disgusting. This one has a cigarette holder in it. There's another one. Everybody's smoking. It's yeah, a glorious time to be a smoker. It's 1962, you guys. Each has a personal ashtray. They yeah. Have to well, this share. is the high roller table. Yeah, there's yeah. No, 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 no sharing. No sharing here. No sharing. Uh, Carolyn, did you have any thoughts about the casino Like as we're led into this? Like this opening five, six minutes? Yeah. I mean, this is where we get the iconic... Bond, James Bond line. I mean, That's like, this, dude. It, <laughs> this guy, he's the casual this, way that this, cigarette. This guy hanging. is smoking. Like you read about like, that's, that's how you're supposed to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Because um, any woman in her right mind would like to be that cigarette hanging out of Sean Connery's oh, mouth. Geez, no, this is, I mean, how many hours is this? <laughs> it's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we got to go to see James Bond's apartment. Here it is. It's a little bit classier than I had anticipated. And it's very clean. Do you, do you love that there. it's green, like a nice yes. hunter green yeah, yeah, wall? Yeah, 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 I feel course. like this is your color palette. Yeah, yeah. Thing. We get some dark wood. We get a little bit of... Uh, I some, want this color. Some brass. You like this? Yes. You're, okay, okay. I love that. Uh, we've got... I mean, look at this. We've got the uh, hat and umbrella stand over here. This is nice. He's got a lot of nice uh, like antique pieces. Like, Is he an antiquer on the weekends, maybe? 
Is this how he unwinds? He has someone he, decorate his apartment. Yeah, that's he goes what I garage was sailing. Say. Yeah, I mean, it does seem fairly untouched. Like he probably does not spend a lot of time here. But the time that he does spend here is quality time because who should be waiting for him but Sylvia Trench, who is doing some naughty uh, undergarment putting. Mini golf. Yeah. They are <laughs> preparing for their golf date by having sex with each other. Oh. What? They just kiss. So first of all, we should just note right now, uh, we got a phone call from the county recorder's office about the paperwork that we'd spent so much time, but we spent all week down there. There was a phone call. Uh, Shrishma's gone down there to go check out the paperwork, see if we have to refile it, see if they got the carbon copies filed in the right spot or if there was a mix-up or something like that. It's a whole administrative nightmare. You guys, the red tape to get the boom room established for you guys at home to come visit it's outrageous, Catherine. Part of I know you're upset about actually this. Needed. I am livid right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure we've helped ourselves with all of the name changes, but like now things will go smoother. You know, now yeah. that you mention it, we yeah. did just make the decision I, what to call it. Maybe exactly. this is for the best, you guys. Yeah. Maybe this mm-hmm. is what we need to be doing. But anyway, I'd back just like to, to say thanks to Shrishma for taking one for the team oh, yeah. and heading oh, down yeah. there. Absolutely. Nobody wants to go stand in that line. It's a nightmare, right? Mm hmm. I hope she takes the number. And you have to take Friday? the number. She might not be seen until next Tuesday. That's true. Oof. That's true. Boy, really concerned about that. But so, listen, we go meet Sylvia Trench. They have a little party together, a little golfing party. It's a great time. And then they we, have a hole in one. Sorry. Oh, wow, Catherine, how long have you been sitting on that? <laughs> no, it literally, literally just occurred to me. Just popped right in. <laughs> well played, madam. Uh, and then we see a beautiful stock footage of a Pan Am flight landing uh, in, I guess, Kingston, Jamaica, right? Uh, we're at the, the Jamaican airport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. We meet this strange man wearing these cat's eye sunglasses. Can we, yeah, that, those are really feminine are you, glasses. <laughs> this is, uh-huh. uh, these are, would He's be considered suspicious. Uh, ladies' glasses these days, right? Yeah. These mm. are lady glasses. Yes. Is that a wig, though? Because this guy got away. Oh. I'm not sure, actually. Oh, this is a good question. I don't know why. Does Felix Slater have a wig? Is it it a wig? I can't tell if it, and I didn't necessarily notice it. I think it might just be the way his hair is styled. It could just be poofy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got some poof. It's also, I mean, we're we're talking the era of the Kennedys here, and there was a lot yeah. of poofy hair like this. That's true. This is Jack Kennedy in hair. a governmental type of way. This is very JFK. This is Camelot this whole hair. Look. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because the, the the suits at this time were all very straight. Um, there's not a lot to them. They're very clean. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then that looks like it's been teamed up with some extravagant hair and glasses. Yeah, he's very, uh, I know he's, so we're talking about, his name is Felix Leiter. He's an American. He works for the CIA. Uh, he becomes a recurring character in the Bond movies. Again, we're just establishing the, the, the formula of what makes a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. So he will show up, played by different actors throughout the series, Jeffrey Wright most recently. So Bond goes outside. He finds himself a cab waiting for him. Mr. Bond, we've been waiting mm-hmm. for you. We're going to take you to the government house. Now, of course, Bond is a real spy, so he is suspicious of any characters that he was not told about ahead of time. This is a smart spy. So he goes back. He's like, give me a minute. I got to go uh, do a thing. And he goes back into the airport and he calls back to check like, uh, hey, 
did you send a car for me? I'm here. Did you send a car for me? And they're like, no. And he's like, yeah, all right. Goes back outside, gets into the car. Again, this sequence is the start. I think this is the start of the walking again. Yeah. A lot of- A lot of walking. We're getting into the car. We're driving the car away. And then we focus on, I mean, this, uh, I'm showing a picture right now of a parking lot. And this is the car that he's in. This car started here, went all the way around- and then drove here. We just watch it drive away. We watch the movie drive off without us. <laughs> the movie's in this car. I want to know what's happening there. Of course, uh, Felix Leiter is also following as well. So he bonds just like, yeah, take me for a ride. And then we get, uh, this is interesting because this would be the first car chase. Curious because he's not driving. It's the first car chase that's actually chauffeured by somebody yeah. else, mm-hmm. which is kind of curious. Mm-hmm. But he is followed uh, by some shady characters, and they eventually they drive very fast, as a car chase will do. And they eventually pull off the road, let the car drive by. And I just wanted to focus on this beautiful tail fin of this car. That's so you know, beautiful. we talk about these cars. This is a this is a Bel Air Chevrolet Bel Air, 1957. This was made in Flint, Michigan. So the driver, though, this suspicious driver who Bond is really taking, literally letting him take him for a ride. He's fine with it. Yeah. But uh, the driver pulls a gun on him. And uh, Bond, of course, uses his spy skills. And he chops it away with karate chop authority and uh, throws him from the car one-handed. I mean, this guy really gets tossed. So James Bond is very strong, mm-hmm. very agile, right? We we learn this about him. So the guy gets up a few times. He keeps going at him, but he is eventually completely defeated. And Bond uh, just not sweating at all and and just lays a now talk on him and just makes him talk. But the guy first is like, yeah, okay, I will do this, but please let me have a cigarette first. And of course, it's 1962. You got to give a man a cigarette oh, yeah. if he if he asks for it, right? Yeah, even if you pulled a gun on you, it's like you got to be. It's just the gentleman thing to Absolutely. do, right? This is a society, mm-hmm. guys. The war is over. We're trying to keep it together here. But of course, what's in that cigarette? Cyanide, oh. cyanide. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he drops, drops like a stone. Bond is fine with it because, again, he is a professional spy and also probably something of a sociopath himself. So he's cool with it. Just takes the car, drives over to what is known as the government house, which I imagine is the uh, some kind of ambassadorial place, uh, also known as an embassy. I guess that's the term. My mistake. It's the UK outpost in Jamaica. I'm just looking at Catherine and she's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of felt like you. it was more like just a hotel, but I don't know. But there's that big office. Like, he goes into this enormous office. He meets someone there. And he meets a, a fellow Englishman there. Mm. He pulls up in the car with the, the corpse in the back seat, which is very funny. And he's like, here, you know, park my car. And yeah. uh, everybody's sort of like, yeah, oh, dead body. But he's not sweating it. He's got a meeting to go to. So the, he goes and he meets his counterpart. He shows them the cigarette. And they're just like, they can't believe that they would hide a cyanide. They're just like, oh. Wow, imagine that. I yeah. didn't sign it. It's like, well, where, what, what else would, would you do? What would they think of next? Yeah, right. Keep it in the cyanide box, I guess. So they go and they talk about how there's been, they're, they're trying to figure out this interference that's coming from the islands that's messing with the American missile program. <gasps> Americans, of course, our major business at this point is splitting the atom, testing our bombs, shooting missiles up at the moon. This is what the United States is up to. 
and this is why it's a great time to be alive in the U.S. of A. If 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 you're a white person, of course. Yes. Of course, a classic. And so, a man. if you're a white person and a man, uh, mostly and, and a man, and yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. But females are fierce in this movie. Like, there's some baddies. Yeah, yeah. They have some agency. Yeah, they're doing. They're making their own way in the world. But nothing has changed about the man being like, oh, I just. Take you with me. I'll I'm put you in my pocket. I will <laughs> yeah. do whatever I want with you. <laughs> yeah. But apparently Sean Connery is that good. So they just give in. I guess yeah. so. I think that women are willingly going with Sean Connery. I feel like, I yeah. mean, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the vibe I'm getting from around this table does bear that out. They go to Strangway's house to investigate. And we find the uh, radio and all this Yes. We also find the receipt for dun 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 geological analysis, <gasps> mm-hmm. which is uh, something. I don't look at me. So Strangway's crew is like, well, yeah, you know, he's always talking about big game hunting and things like this, and his, his secretary and uh, his recent love of fishing. And it turns out he's been hanging out with this guy called Coral, <gasps> spending a lot of time with him. Mm. So Bond's like, all right, well. I don't know why you guys are not following up on this, but I am the spy. I will do this. So he goes to meet Quarrel, who is another cool smoker. Now, I want to say right now that uh, boat painting smoking is one of the coolest brands of smoking that you can do. Look at this guy. I think the key is great. It's the handlessness. Like they're just holding it in their mouth. There's no hand action. Yeah. It's just this is a part of my head at this Mm -hmm. point, the cigarette. So he looks like. A red stripe, like model, like he needs to be holding a red stripe beer in his hand, yes. in that boat, smoking. Yeah, he's ready. He's there with the red shirt and the white pants. Well, and soon enough, I think isn't he thrown into a bunch of red stripe crates? Uh, yeah, in the, in the very yeah, near future. Like, <laughs> yeah, product placement. If I have uh, ever oh, yeah. seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> so, Quarrel's like, yeah, I, I can't help you. It's crazy. I don't know. And he walks away again. More walking. Red hot walking in this movie. <laughs> Bond follows him. He's also walking. They just walk together and then meet again in the next location. It is so so weird, weird to me. It's just like, okay, now this new scene starts in this place. And then we will walk some more. Uh, all to the tune they of- They kind of give the explanation, though, of like, I can't talk out there. Yeah, that's true. That that's comes true. in 10 it's, minutes later, it's, though. It They've forever. been walking for a long time. <laughs> to the sound of Underneath the Mango Tree, which is a, a theme that haunts this movie repeatedly. Underneath the mango tree. <laughs> so Bond follows him to a bar. And they duck into the back room so they can talk, right? Yes. But who should sneak up but the barkeep, who's also an alligator wrestler, gets him in this big old bear hug. This guy's not bear hugging Sean Connery. Look, I mean, look oh, at the no. rage on this guy's face. Jesus. So we get, uh, uh, you know, he's got a knife as well. So that's kind of scary. And then uh, we get some pretty good kicking of these guys into these red stripe boxes. <laughs> and it's kind of... Uh, is is this the first real action we're seeing Bond do? I mean, he's yeah, he's been chauffeured through his chauffeur, first yeah, yeah, um, which is kind of clever, uh, a bit lazy, but he actually has to do a thing here, and he does it rather well. These guys get toasted. Who should enter though? But Felix Lighter turns out cat's eye sunglasses and everything. Turns oh, out, yeah. hey, this is who I am. I'm Felix Lighter. I'm an American CIA. This guy's cool. It's great. They make up. 
And then all of a sudden, it's just a full-on Chianti candle party at this crazy it's Calypso a bar. And we are doing a lot of big finger dancing at this oh, joint. the dancing. We were doing a little of this earlier today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this the Calypso band is cooking. These guys, it's just rum and great suits. And we are, yeah, we're broing out together. So they're trying to figure out Listen, there's something crazy happening in the islands. And Quarrel's like, yeah, you know, we I went with Strangway. Uh, we checked everywhere except for one place. <laughs> Crab Key. And so I don't know what... Yeah, right? <laughs> so enter Crab Key into our story, right? Uh, which we find out is the home of a bauxite mine and is uh, famous for having several missing persons. People go there, but they do not come back. And also a mysterious Chinese doctor named Dr. No. <laughs> now on the way back from <laughs> Well done. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a Dr. No. For I'm me. here for it. <laughs> so <laughs> now we leave the Calypso party bar. Uh, Bond goes back to his hotel and the three blind mice show up again. We see them and we're like, oh, this is trouble. We've seen these guys murder people like James Bond before. They miss their moment, though. And he goes inside. So we were very close to another action sequence. So then we we hook up with another of Strangway's friends, uh, Professor Dent. And he's got a very faded 1960s office here, as we can see. The sign on his door is Professor Dent Inquiries. So he is a professor of taking Inquiries? questions. Yeah, just <laughs> any questions? I will try to give you an answer or I have no answer. I just specialize in inquiries, taking them. Perhaps this is, this is just the office where he takes the inquiries and maybe he has another office for answers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that explanation. <laughs> I would like to take that. <laughs> so, I think that's reality. Which now. office do you go into? Yeah, yeah. Start with inquiries and then please join me in my other <laughs> office across the hall. Answers. Uh, answers and responses. So it turns out that Strangway had brought this fellow uh, his, his samples of the rocks that he and Quarrel had gathered on their uh, exploration of the islands. See, I, I think they must have gone to Crab Keys because I think these samples were from Crab Keys. Yeah, there yes. was. That's true. And oh, because this guy is like, well, it's impossible. These couldn't come from Crab Key because it's I know all about Crab Key and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I like how I know the geology. we have ha, the ha, same ha, ha. interpretation of his geology snobbishness. <laughs> well, it couldn't be because of this. So he has all the answers. What do you guys mean? That's true. Yeah. Well, but they didn't go to that office, though. Mm. Unless the back office is for the answers. Could Inquiries be. is in this front mm. foyer area, maybe. I know that the, the back office must be for lies. Progressive. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Lies and artful dodges this way, please. Because it turns out that while he says that they're not capable of coming from Crab Key, stop talking about Crab Key. I know nothing about Crab Key. What does he do? He immediately goes to Crab Key, Professor Dent. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and it's funny. So he, he gets in his boat and he goes out to Crab Key. An armed guard comes up with uh, an automatic machine gun. And all he says is, I radioed, I radioed ahead. They're expecting me. And the guard's like, oh, well, right this way. There's, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. there's no guarding whatsoever. <laughs> no, didn't he challenge him and kind of go like, yeah, this is the wrong type of day? I have, something like no, that. I have the, uh, oh, oh, Dr. No does. But the guard just says, quote, go ahead. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right. 
So we get some nice uh, on-location shooting here. It's a, one of the great things about this movie is that you're actually going to a spot. You're outside. Yeah. You're. We clearly did some stuff in the islands. Uh, then we get some of this beautiful Ken Adam des- mm-hmm. uh, set design here. Yeah. This is... I love this. So Mod- dramatic. Modernist body pad. Oh, my God. Let's take this room, make it five times bigger than it needs to be, and put some crazy geometric shapes into it. We get this sort of uh, voice of God effect that mm-hmm. we find out is Dr. No, and it's just this disembodied voice coming through in this weird room with one chair. This is... This room is used for only this thing, I think. It's just, you come in here, and I talk to you like this. And what are you doing here? I only accept visits at nighttime. I have one rule, which is, I don't believe that, that this is the strictest rule, is that you only come visit me at nighttime. I feel like he, this This is a man, as we later learn, who probably has lots of rules, mm-hmm. I would yes, think. Yes, 100%. I, so maybe, but maybe he's just a night owl. Maybe he just prefers it that way. He sleeps during the day. Uh, but he is like, why is James Bond still alive? This guy is clearly on my tail. Mm-hmm. Please deal with him. And Dent sort of like hems and haws. And he's like, yes, my, he's asking about Crab Key. And Dr. No's like, well, fortunately, I knew you were coming because I know everything. And I need you to walk over to this table and pick up this tarantula, which he does. Oh. This is a... Listen, guys, I don't think this is the best plan. The tarantula plan that unfolds here. If you're going to kill somebody. It's very ineffective. It's, I mean. This is a lot of room for failure. A lot. You're leaving an awful lot to chance here because is this a, do you train a tarantula? I mean, is this tarantula hungry for human flesh or whatever? I mean, like they put him in there. I'm fairly certain that tarantulas are also not like super poisonous to humans. Is that the case? Yeah, no. Okay. They're just frighteningly creepy. Yeah, they're just big and furry, and and they. I think Ooh. they need to be sort of uh, antagonized a bit too before they actually do anything, right? Isn't that? I mean, I think you could probably. Yeah, yeah. I think you can probably put a put a collar and a leash on one and take it for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but is it the shock effect of having like a live animal? In this, in the film, and, oh, and yeah, disgusting, yeah. and an exotic, right. yes, right, animal, right. and, and I, yeah, I think yeah, this arachnophobia probably was that, the yeah. first time people were seeing something like yeah. that large and mm. definitely, yeah, that large and hairy. Yeah. Other than Sean Connery's, chest. I hate them. <laughs> I will never see them. That's why I live here. Well, that's one of the benefits of living here. You can keep your bugs, um, keep your bugs and arachnids. Pardon me, pardon me. Just stepping in here. You know what we do? We we take a little break from our program so we can highlight some of the incredible merchandise that you can find over at the Old Movie Time Machine Tea Public Store. Today we're highlighting an extra special design that we like to call the Time Port. That's right, because back in the day when you wanted to travel back in time and through space, of course, time and or space, they kind of go together. You would have to go to the time port to do that. I mean, those were the days. And you can wear a beautiful image of uh, a local time port from the times. And you, of course, can wear this stunning visualization of what it was like to check in at a time port in the 1950s. 
Uh, you can you can put it on anything, you guys. You can put it on. Let's say today we're gonna do you know something. It's summertime, something summery. One of these uh, fancy baseball shirts. You know the ones I'm talking about. Look like they're kind of from the '70s, and they have the uh, the sort of three-quarter colored sleeves. And uh, it's something you could wear for your softball practice, which is definitely where you want to wear the time port design. So please go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Uh, if you everything that you get from the T Public Store goes directly to supporting us, an independent podcast. We don't have some sugar daddy uh, throwing monies at us right now, so we need your help to keep this thing running. We would appreciate it, and we'll thank you as I will right now. So thank you. Back to the show. So he uh, Bond returns back to the hotel. He goes night night. And the tarantula crawls into bed with him, and it's, uh, you know, look, it's it's an early specialist. Just wants to nestle in his chest hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's sure. It's warm. Snack. It's a warm little nest for him. This is uh, an early special effect. They put a piece of glass over Sean Connery and let the oh. thing, yes. so it's not actually touching him. I think you can see a little reflection. You can, well, you, you, you can definitely see it at some point. Uh, when it's over the pillow, especially, it's yeah. like, that spider's not on that pillow. It's completely floating over it. Mm-hmm. He kills it with his shoe, uh, spycraft, as a spy would do. There's also probably a telephone in that shoe, mm-hmm. if I know Q. But the, this day and age, they would just have him shoot the tarantula. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they would. And probably that would be a little bit more exciting to watch. But the shoe is kind of fun. I think he did it with his slipper. Or was it? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure there's a, 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 there no tarantulas were harmed in the making of this movie. Like, oh. clearly it was behind the bed. We oh, didn't good. see him yes. killing yeah, the yeah. spider. What, what I loved about the scene, though, was the highly overdramatic music and how um, – it, it, when he was actually smacking it with his slipper. It had a sting it, it, to it. it bam, kind of, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yep. So, I also loved that. It was great. Yeah. At this point, he's running out of patience, old James Bond. He's like, look, he goes back to government house. He talks to his buddy. He's like, everybody's talking Dr. No and Crab Key. Everybody's telling me that it's not Dr. No and Crab Key. I really think I need to go see Dr. No and Crab Key. I think everybody's being a real wimp about this. I'm going out there. Okay, so then it's more parking and boating out to Crab Key, and then they go to bed. (laughs) There's so much, like, and we've said this about some of our other films in opening week, so much travel time. Like, Americans, I feel like, are obsessed with getting from point A to point B. How does that car drive? Oh, it rolls like that? Okay, great. Okay, cool. I don't know why, but they're obsessed every with transportation. Second of you getting out of that boat, but isn't it also just like James Bond is based on a novel? Yeah. So if you're writing a book, you would have to explain to the reader that he's going from one place to another. Yes. So I feel like that's how books sometimes don't... Caribbean waves rocked the boat yeah. as they yeah. as they floated into shore. Right, or you can have an inner monologue key. of like reflecting on, oh, I, got to, I can't believe I got to sleep with her twice before I sent her to jail. <laughs> um, and that you just don't get that from the movie, so it's just and him we don't and need Coral. It. Yeah. Like, we don't need... Like, all of this is cut out yeah. now. You and have to show, not tell in a movie. Yeah. Right. And that's really. And trust your audience. Difference. And maybe it's an audience expectation too. Maybe we cultivate the audience to a point where it's like, 
I know when you, the scene starts or we dissolve to a new scene where people are talking that somehow they arrive there. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be shown how they yeah. did it. They're just there. I will tell you, one of them took the subway, the right. other took the bus. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Does this move the story along at all? And the answer is yes, but slowly. No. So <laughs> they. <laughs> So it gets a crab key and my favorite one of my favorite parts is that like they they go to sleep in the woods. Yeah. And James Bond is curled up in his little blue like like sailor outfit. It's yeah, not a sailor yeah. outfit. It's like a, this baby chambre. powder blue yeah, right. like <laughs> chambre like polo shirt and some rolled up pants and he's just like sleeping under these like palms with his head on a rock when he wakes up in the morning like what this, the fuck? This is <laughs> normal. This Finally made it out to Crab Key. Get me uh, a little nap. Snoozy time. Yeah. All right. Well done, Quarrel. It's just him and Quarrel, by the way. We didn't mention him, but yeah, Quarrel's around. He's He drives the boat, right? But, but that's the first time he's out of a suit at this point in the film. Yeah, that's true. But by the time he it's wakes up, bond. it is like noon. Yeah. It's not even yeah, yeah. like morning on the beach. It's straight up yeah. noon. He's so somehow tired. he's slept for like 12 hours. This is the sociopath in him though, I think. He's got no uh, nothing on his mind, so he just sleeps until underneath mm. the mango tree wakes him up and we meet Honey Rider. Excellent. Uh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> underneath the mango tree, indeed. She's out there uh, looking like Ten million dollars collecting conch shells, which she can yes. then sell later on the mainland. Like uh, Venus de Milo rising out of the sea in that white bikini and mm-hmm. all of her like glory. Yeah, she looks terrific. And she does. uh Bond, you'd be surprised, notices her. Absolutely. And it is a periscope up moment. Yes, it certainly is. And he's just for a while, he's just peeping. Yeah. He's just watching. His, mm. He's creeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is living her life, doing her thing. She carries a diving knife, which is also kind of cool. Kind of amps up the, the hotness yeah. to a certain degree. And uh, while they're out there, though, uh, a boat pulls up and starts shooting at them. <sighs> so we've got some action, people. Yeah. This is a spy movie. A little too long of a scene, though. Well, and then also yes. kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Because it's just like, they don't actually know we're here, so just stay down. Yeah. And then the boat just leaves. It will come back. But uh, Honey is also talking about this dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a dragon out there. She knows. Mm, so they then start to make their way through the island. They're trying to avoid the tracking dogs, which are now hot on their heels mm-hmm. a guard comes through he is uh, i note here water walking he's wading through water more more walking just in the water and he is very quietly killed uh james bond does have a license to kill and he uses it honey was not happy no this is Why she's did like you have to kill him what's happening who are you people what is this and as they proceed, it's the, first, it's the first time James Bond has run into anyone with a conscience. Yeah, right. To kill him. <laughs> Why are you questioning this? This is normal. So they, they just keep walking through this island, more walking in, into past the danger, do not pass this point sign. So you know something is is amiss here. Remember that this is crab key, people. People go there, they do not come out. Mm-hmm. Coral rolls up talking about the dragon again, and we're back yeah. in fantasy land. And it turns out. 
Uh, and B- Bond at this point has had enough of hearing about the dragon. Yeah. He's like, just take me to this dragon. You're out of your goddamn mind. Let's figure this out. There are no dragons. What is happening? And he's not afraid of the dragon. No, no. He's ready to, like, it's to walk okay. to the dragon. He, yeah. he doesn't believe it exists. No. no. It can't be what they think. No. And it turns out that the dragon is actually a tricked out tank with a flamethrower on it. I laughed out loud. I'm sorry. It was so awful. It was so awful. It was not what you were expecting? This thing was not what you were expecting? It's not even scary. They painted some teeth on it, though. Now it's not scary. But I can't copy scary at the time, though. You think so? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe it was always lame. I I don't know. But that's quite a lot of fire. Yeah. It's a good flamethrower. It's a good flamethrower. And also... Uh, you can't really see it, but that's coral roasting in those flames right there. Yeah, he, gets, yeah, he dies. Yeah, he gets roasted, sad. and it's just, it's War of the Worlds level, uh, no pity, we're just killing you, and you're gone. You're out of this movie. Goodbye. Uh, what, what do we describe Dr. No's apartment? Like, I mean, this is like Rainforest Cafe, sort of, you know, we'll get you a table. And Random it, It's definitely like a, a cave kind of lair with uh, Lux yeah. accessories. It reminds, you know, there's tr- it reminds me of that restaurant at Disney World and Epcot Center that has the aquarium that you eat by that was my favorite restaurant. It was oh, like, like, the Living like Seas. The, the Living Seas. Yeah, yeah. That's what this reminds me of. But we've also got, we've got a tree in here. We've got sort of, it's sort of rustic. But also, uh, is that a Christmas tree? Is this over here? Oh, or is no, this like a, a candelabra? I like the fireplace. Oh, yeah, the fireplace is out of control. Yeah, right. Let's look at this That's thing. Oh, so good! Wow, yeah. it's mass. I this is awesome. It looks really good. Doctor knows an mm-hmm. evil man, but I like his house. Absolutely, I'm loving his style. I'm cool yeah. with it. I'm cool with it. He also has yeah. There's the Living Seas Aquarium mm-hmm. with as we find out. What is it? Ten-inch uh, concave and glass that ha- how many millions enhances the size of thing? You know, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. This guy's a nerd, Doctor No, Doctor Nerd. We meet him, by the way. He comes in, and it turns Finally. out he's a um, he's a Chinese man. Chinese man. <laughs> in quotes, half. I think quotes. you know you're not Chinese. Doctor No, um, he's a he's off putting, right? This this bad yeah. guy. We finally meet him. There's like 20 minutes left in the movie, and we meet this guy, and he is uh, played by a, what was his what's his ethnicity? He's German and Irish, and all this. N- no, uh, he's like Canadian and American. Oh yeah, okay, okay. And then we find out. So there's like a one off line where he's like, "My father was a German." missionary something like that mm-hmm. and and his mother was chinese so that's how he ends up being chinese but he's clearly wearing facial prosthetics yes and it is upsetting to the modern eye but yes. i love the character like he looks that in the eyes like it's well always oh, a good yes. baddie yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. the way yeah. that he's poised the way that he talks also those everything. gloves i mean the yeah gloves. Well, like yeah his hands. They're his hands. Catherine, tell us about the hands. What's his, his misfortune with his hands? Uh, he works with radiation. Oh, that's... Yeah, I couldn't quite remember what it was. There was some kind of accident that mutated his hands to where they can crush metal. No. He didn't do that. That wasn't that, was it? Yeah, that's it. He's got strong hands. They're just no. extra strong. I, I thought he just didn't have hands. I yeah, think, I, I thought, thought these were prosthetics. prosthetics. Yeah, me too. Prosthetics? Yeah. I think he lost his hands. He's got robot hands. They're robot hands. Why? 
They are robot hands. I thought this was a part of like, I work with radiation. I'm a mutant Yeah, yeah now. he definitely kind of did that. So I mean, his, his hands just fell he's, off? He's a and he's scientist. Got- I don't know how. I, can't, I cannot remember for the life of me how um. he lost his hands. But these are like, obviously, top of the range, robotic, prosthetic hands. I guess so. Yeah, I'd be fooled me. Uh, but he does wear gloves. I mean, that's yes. safety first, guys. Always wear gloves when you're they're mutated not, hand think, robot hands. I don't think they're gloves. I think that's just that they're, they're those metal. are the hands. They're metal. They're metal. This fingers. is what we ended up. Because he then he then like picks up a thing and crushes it to make yeah, a yeah, point yeah. at some point. Yeah, I thought it was just mutant hands. No, those are those are the hands. Those are like you're robot. blowing my mind. I've watched this movie a dozen times, and it's never crossed my mind that those that's it. Those are the hands. Both agree, Bond and Dr. No, that Honey Rider does not need to be there. Yes. So Dr. No rather tastelessly sends her away and says, I'm sure the guards will amuse her, which is disgusting, of course. Yeah. Unless they were actually putting on like a puppet show. But boy, I'm going to need to see that because otherwise I'm interpreting it. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's the kind of puppet show. Yeah. No, he gets see. bad. Like Bond. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yes. Uh, yeah, it's bad. He's protecting up his honey. Uh, I was, I, did, honey. I, I forgot what her name was, and I always heard him like call honey. I was like, that's a bit disrespectful. But they just call started dating. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, she's not a honey yet. Pet so like, names oh, already. Man, her name you guys is honey. just started. <laughs> so, <laughs> did she agree to this? Maybe she wants to be a baby or a deer heart or something. Yeah, uh, sweetie, she should. <laughs> I'm more of a sweetie. It turns out that Dr. No works for a gang of super criminals called Spectre. Spectre, which stands for something. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia, guys. Um, his hands can crush metal. Uh, he, it, he also mentions that he thought that maybe Bond would want to join their little party crew of bad guys. Yeah. Bond is then beat up and thrown into a cell. He, it's a terrible prison cell. He immediately escapes. Yeah. Like, immediately. He gets a little electric yeah. shock. I mean, that vent Zero is, challenge is here for him. man-sized. The, the, why would you have a vent? It large? doesn't make any sense. Dr. No should be suing his contractor because mm-hmm. this is the most shoddy prison cell I can think of. But he ends up, he crawls his way out and he ends up in some very hot water duct duct work. Yes. They make it a little bit harder for him. Like he has to improvise. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, you know, kicks through some more grates and he finds himself a little outfit. And we are in another beautifully designed Ken Adam mm-hmm. set. We get a real leisurely tour of this entire space. We're seeing all of these different sections. Bond finds himself a, a little jumpsuit. Lots of great signs here. You always have to have an abandoned area sign at the ready for when you need to exit a space. Mm-hmm. You need to learn. Yes. It's big. It's it, big. Yeah, you leave this way. Uh, also, you know, there are a lot of different kinds of radiation in the world. There's the radiation that we share, also known as public radiation. But if you want personal radiation, you, you need to check it. for it, right? Yeah. yeah. So right there. The, they have a station for it. Yeah. It's clearly marked out for your for your convenience Ooh, look at these copper chef stores know, back right? here these yeah. are nice all right uh these hats these guys are wearing we have a world domination globe so we can see which part of the globe that we're we're actually dominating at the moment some of these guys have inflatable body suits some mm-hmm. of them do not i'm yeah. very curious about like some of these have uh 
different colors, these uh, radiation suits. I just wonder if there's like a hierarchy or something Definitely. like that. I yeah. mean, this is just plain plastic. This, yeah, it oh, is. You could tear through it this is, with but nothing. I, I, I think he's got his own oxygen supply. The others don't need Yeah, he's it. got a pipe. Oh. They're, yeah, he's they're got a further hose. away from the... the well, I mean, he's like right over the the pond or whatever the hell. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also manning the minding the danger levels. Something very critical to uh, really important. Vi- it, it, isn't it also important that they have a sign that says that the reactor is? On. Well, is it? I mean, I like to know if it's. Uh, sometimes you can't hear it, so mm. I like to mm. visualize. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think that's a good. It's catch. good to know because you're yeah. not going to get accurate danger level yeah. readings unless no, no, the no, reactor no, 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 is exactly. on. Exactly, and and that it's a very large visual visual factory. I think is going on here. <laughs> yeah, you're very very clear where the danger level is. They're thinking health and safety. I'm very. That's impressed. the thing. If if I'm in here, like. Actually, uh, doing an audit of their like yeah. health and safety practices, yeah, yeah. they are getting gold stars. <laughs> oh, absolutely! This is five star OSHA work here. I mean, they've got yeah. also railings. Oh, come yeah, on, yeah. so many railings. Absolutely great for throwing uh, bad guys over, but also great for keeping people on there too. Safety absolutely. first. Yeah. Doctor No is not running a slipshod operation. This no, is no, no, no. A He's lot t- of money went into this. Care of his like henchmen. <laughs> yeah, this set was done in a couple of days. Like, I think that this is where we show it's a big room, yes. Yeah. But everything that's in it, like, shows how low the budget is. Yeah, because these... Even though we have buttons, yes, we have a lot of buttons (laughs) and we have screens in in the control room. Yeah. But you can just see... I think it's supposed to be marble and it's like a huge room. But we only have like ten actors in this, yeah. which means budget. Yeah, and I'm it, also, could, it could also mean like a you know an efficient processing, you know. Or, oh, they just streamline to yeah, a point absolutely. where yeah, they, they don't need. Like we just need people. five desk chairs. Yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. need more people and a yeah. fish finder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get a lot of. This. I mean, Doctor No, of course, he gets the full clear plastic bucket hat. I want to know how that does not fuck up. If you, oh, if you if you were shooting this, yeah, because it looks like just like plastic. Mm-hmm. You know what that smells like too? Uh, like those inflatable pool toys. Oh, yes. that's what it's like a yeah. beach ball <laughs> smell. You know, it just smells like beach ball in there. Anyway, he is uh, attempting to do his uh, missile interruption thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get this shot of this adorable. This is it. This is the, this is the evil bad guy device. Is this little satellite dish that pops out of the bauxite mine? It's uh, pretty funny. This is, would be a model, of course. We've seen the mine, but this looks to me to be a model. This should be like... Is this a toy bow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, that should be fixed in like production. Like You should magnify this. Do it from below so yeah. it, it looks bigger. Yeah. yeah, there are definitely angles that can make things look bigger. The, the angle of the dangle, <laughs> this, right? This whole part of the movie is like, I'm watching it going, this is why we have Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah! yeah. Is- Sorry. 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 It's, it's, you know. It's yeah. a bit Austin Powers, yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, I think maybe this is just where the money ran out. <laughs> this is like, the movie's almost over. They're like, yeah, oh yeah. god, we've got to build this set. Oh, I oh, forgot. Hand me yeah. that shoebox oh, and that yeah. orange spray paint. We're just gonna do this now, guys. <laughs> I mean, especially when you, they've dressed both Bond's apartment up like super nicely. Yeah, yeah. And Doctor Spock. Was <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks like Spock to me. I don't Dr. know why. No. Dr. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, that apartment is like super cool and fancy, but now we get to like. Yeah, you know. they, they, they blew it all on the interior <laughs> I design. Think so. I think so. <laughs> I think that they, they blew it all getting to Jamaica and shooting what oh, they got yeah, Jamaica. And, and can Because even doctors know, Dr. Knows, like Rainforest Cafe slash The Living Seas <laughs> apartment is a little janky. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. not as nice as Bond's apartment. That's true. That's true. Uh, all heck breaks loose, you guys. Uh, they realize it's Bond, and Bond yeah, uh, well, goes for the danger level guy. Absolutely. And the danger level lover, uh, danger lover guy? The danger level guy. <laughs> The end of the night. Yikes. The the danger level guy go, sees Bond and he goes for the emergency stop lever, which, and then Bond kicks him away. But I'm thinking like, well, isn't that the point? Is like, you want to stop this from happening? So just let him throw the stop lever. Or does the stop lever open like a trap door and Bond would fall through it or... Yeah. What's the? Uh, it's just a question. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think I think Bond's going for the ultimate. Let's blow this. Uh, oh, he, de- he definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor No is having none of it. He races over. He he runs kind of. He's not a good runner. No. But he runs. <laughs> Maybe it's the prosthetics. I don't know. The gloves are <laughs> too heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His robot Maybe hands. Maybe it's the little suit he's in. You know. Maybe it's like yeah. he runs. a little, little tight in places. Who knows? He's heavy handed. They get into like a big old slap fight with his robot hands. It's so pathetic though. And he. Oh, it's really bad. It's yeah. really bad. And it's the final scene. Yeah. You're like, yeah, this oh, is the finale. Why isn't this better? And then he just kind of splashes down and melts into his reactor water. Well, uh, this is where he's like the dick of his robot hands fail him. Yeah, you think he would have been able to claw like, his way out? Yeah. No, not at all. Because he hasn't got. He hasn't got. The no, if he movie. had though, you think? Yeah. You think he would have been able to Maybe. make it out of there? You don't know. You don't know. But he clearly cannot with his robot hands. And he's like, oh no. And he, <laughs> he just dissolves. And, and it, it's just like the scratchy, the scratchy yeah. on yeah. the on the metal. That's right. With his, uh, his super hands. Uh, yep. After that, Bond is just punching people at random, just trying to get mm. out of this space. He's got to find his girlfriend. Uh, honey. Uh, hun- honey. Honey, right? Yeah. Uh, and he he does. She has been strapped to this ramp in this water room. and mm. Left to drown Yes, the tide comes in. And he yes. took her pants off. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. She did not have. She was wearing pink pants. Oh, boy. Mm. But when he found her. She was just wearing the top. So she was like yeah. a very just short dress. Assaulted yes. again. Yes. This character. All yes. right. Thanks, Doctor No. Mm-hmm. And then they escape, and the island explodes. And that was a good explosion, though. You thought that was a good one? Yes, I thought that was. I think it was some fake fakiness added to that explosion. Probably the model, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can see with the car, it was definitely. Uh, explosion that they did like in real life yeah mm. which was good yeah but i was like whoa that's actually because i thought because <laughs> this uh dr no trying to get up and dying in water is pretty pathetic <laughs> not, but, I was yeah. like, but they did a good explosion i was like hmm, okay yeah and they I they, don't mind it. they saved up their money what was left mm. to blow up the satellite this dish it. they, used, they yeah. used it where maybe it, it they did the, the explosion effect. first yeah. and then right. made the sets right. yeah <laughs> and uh for poor honey rider you know after your latest sexual assault what would you like to do but kiss another man snuggle with sean Connery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, that would make it all better right? it's now apparently make out time we've killed all these people it's time to 
make out in, in the boat. touch each other and yeah, Felix. The, the, the CIA, yeah, turn yeah. on and save the day. And uh, kind of. they're going to tow him in and Bond's like, you know what? I'm getting a boner. I'm just going to let this ride. You guys go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, end of Dr. No. Thus ends Dr. No. We made it. Uh, so let's let's talk turkey here. Catherine, do we keep watching Dr. No? Um, I, this is a, a big yes for me. I, I believe this is top-notch entertainment. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, would, I will be watching this many times in the future. Forever. Love it. Carolyn, the vital question. This is on behalf of all humanity, by the way. This is humanity as we know it. Dr. No, do we keep watching this? Absolutely. Yeah, you're loving it, huh? I watched it twice and I've seen it before and I yeah, still sure. watched it twice this week to just really like get cozy with Sean Connery in there. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> when would you, so you're, you are recommending for everybody to check this out. When do you think is the perfect time for them to watch this? Paint, paint me a picture. Is it Thanksgiving? Is it, uh, I was going to say in their life. Wednesday I mean, morning. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Um, I think anytime. You want to be entertained. Um, I do think at this point, uh, it's it's fun for the whole family because there's not gratuitous sex and or violence. It's rather like 1960s version. Yeah, it's, it's pretty soft. Um, so yeah, holidays are, are not a bad time to mm-hmm. pull out all your Bond movies and cycle through them. Okay, great. Brindis, do we keep watching this? I don't mind it. I, I I love Bond. I think we're all a fan of the Bond films. Yeah. And I feel like it's so awesome to see the first film. You have to like look at it through like it's from 1962. Yeah. So don't expect something like Skyfall or manage your expectations. Yeah, manage yeah. your expectations. <laughs> but I feel like everyone should watch this film. Just this if you're a Bond buff, like mm. you like their movies, like you should see where the script came from and like the way that they did things. So I'm, yes. Yeah, totally agree. I don't mind it. This is where it all comes from. I it's mean, a bit boring. But we're seeing almost watchable. everything. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear it. I was a little concerned. No. It's because you never know. This is the least, well, maybe not the least of the Bond films, but. It's the it's, first. It's early. First, exactly. Guys, it, they, it's they get better seed at it. for everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a yes for me as well. Got to yep. keep it. Got to yeah. keep it. I mean, it's Bond. I don't, I don't think I would get rid of any of the Bonds, honestly. Even the lesser ones. Even the Daltons. Okay, you guys. Congratulations. We've made it to the end of Yay. Premiere Week. It has taken a very long time to put this together, but here we are. We've made it. Now, look, you listeners at home, you're loving this show, right? Oh, yeah. You love what we do. You love how we're bringing it to you. And we love you being here with us. We want to hear what you have to say about your favorite bond. Please write into us at partyline at oldmovietimemachine.com. That is our email address. And we will consider what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Catherine Sherlock, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me here. Hey, you're welcome. Anytime. Carolyn, thank you so much for being here. Always a pleasure. Brindis. Mm-hmm. Even you. Aww. Thank you so much for thank being you. here and joining us. Guys, next week. Uh-oh. Here's the deal. We've gone through Premiere Week. We've given you the good stuff. Now we need to check out this era that we're exploring. So we're going to start at the beginning. 1945. 45. <laughs> it's a color movie. Ooh. It's called Leave Her to Heaven. This movie is bananas.
It's an amazing thing, but we're going to start. This is where our era starts. The war is ending. This new era begins. We're going to be there. So we will see you there next Wednesday on Old Movie Time Machine. Last question, Shrishma. Yes. Dr. No. Yes. Do we keep watching this? Of course. Do we? Absolutely. This very one. I love this movie. Did I thought you? it was great Woo. because um I just enjoyed it. It was it was James Bond, so yeah. clearly I had that nostalgic connection to it. Um I love Sean Connery. You know, actually like I didn't realize it was Sean Connery till the movie started. I thought it was actually um Robert Moore, Roger, Roger Moore. Oh, Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was very excited. Was this your first Connery Bond then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I watched The Octopussy. Uh, that's that's Roger Moore. Okay. As well, yeah. So there, then I got them mixed up. Yeah. But I've watched, that's the only other older Bond that I've, I've Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, just so you know, and the listener at home, in one year's time, mm. we get to watch another Bond. Oh. And we're going to watch From Russia with Love, which is one of my Ooh. personal favorites. It's the yes. next one in the series. Okay. But we have to kind of like, these are nice. We only get, uh, I think, four of these fall into our window. So we have to kind of right. like mm. parcel them out to ourselves, right? But did want to thank you for being with us Absolutely. tonight. And we also want to say good night to you, sweet princess. Thanks. Right? I'm going to get some uh, rest. Be rested up for our next next week. Next week. So can't wait for it. Oh, my God. It's going to blow your mind. You ready? <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, Have Shrishma. a good night. Good night. And so concludes Premiere Week here on Old Movie Time Machine. Thank you for joining us on this adventure through some of the finest films to ever grace the silver screen. Uh, I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, We certainly did. Uh, Well, most of them, actually. You'll have to go back and check the stats on who approved of what and who disapproved and all that. But if you enjoyed this conversation about Dr. No, you have to understand that we we love James Bond, all of us. You you heard us. We were going around the table, giving all thumbs up to the Bonds. Uh, So clearly, we talked about this way longer than what you just heard. So if you would like to hear the entire conversation, I have to imagine it's clocking in at around two and a half hours seems to be the magic spot over at our Patreon page. It's called The Boom Room. You can find the link in the show notes, but that's where you can for $2 a month. Sign up, join our little community over there, and you can get the full uncut episodes that we put out on the on the main feed. So that's like more than twice as much content, basically, than what you're getting over here. So if you want to get the real shit, you guys, like the real, what we really think, you want to sign up at the Boom Room. Next week's episode, coming to you Wednesday morning. Now we're out of premiere week. That means that the show has a regular schedule. It will be on Wednesday. You're going to want to join us then and do your homework too, please. I beg of you. Because we're talking about Leave Her to Heaven, as already discussed. This is, guys, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be cagey with you here. I'm not going to play coy and pretend like I don't fucking love this movie. This movie is incredible. Uh, probably you have not seen it. I definitely recommend you watch it before you join our conversation next Wednesday. The places you can find it are unfortunately limited. It looks like you can stream, rent, or buy Leave Her to Heaven on something called Flix Fling. So get in on that. But of course, if you're not a Flix Flinger, and I can't say if you are or, or, or if you're not, hey, write us in, partyline at oldmovietimemachine.com. Do you fling flicks? Are you a Flix Flinger? 
let us know. Uh, but if you don't want to go fling some flicks on Flicks Fling, what you can do is find the beautifully restored version of Leave Her to Heaven that we watched. It's available to you on uh, Blu-ray. It's a Criterion Blu-ray, no less. So it's going to look as good as it could possibly look. So yes, please go watch Leave Her to Heaven. I promise you, you will not regret it. We will see you here next week on Wednesday, bright and early, on another Old Movie Time Machine.